step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. And welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith Parrish here. Once again, with my buddies, through the miracle of computer phone, you're with Chuck Anderson. Hey, now. Of the one and three Miami Heat, and with John Burr. Too soon. Three and one. The three and one Memphis Grizzlies. Too soon, Chuck? Too early in the day? All right. Too early. It's it's fair. Um, It's not too early in the day for uh, men of a certain age talk. Boys, I got back from the dermatologist. Hey, now. How's your mole growth? Uh, well, not great. Um, no, I think it's fine. Uh, I think when you're my age, the only thing you're concerned about when you go to the dermatologist is if you'll have a young, attractive doctor. And no. I did. But it turns out I think she was kind of new. Mm-hmm. And it might have been, you guys seen that 30 Rock where John Ham's a doctor? Oh, yeah. You find out whether but or not he'll... your uh, skin tags are in erogenous zone today. So <laughs> I, I think it might have been a John, it could have been a John Ham situation because um then the the older doctor came in and i and i and, and i said some stuff to her and then the older doctor was like oh do you know what that is turning to the younger doctor and the doctor's like no and then she was teaching her and then they're like all right let's freeze off the spot on your on your nose we're gonna freeze it off it's some old sun damage and they gave the cryo freeze thing to the younger doctor and i was like i would like you could you i think what? i would like you to do the freeze thing on my face where like <laughs> It could scab up and go horribly, but I didn't oh. say anything. I just stood there and closed my eyes, and I was really? like, "Really? This is the new. I feel like this is the new kid on the block, being like, hey, why don't you spray this old guy's nose?' And uh, you know, just get 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 some some uh, hands on experience. You, so. have, you have Southern gentleman disease. Yes. <laughs> you no. being rude would be worse than uh, scarring or even death. Well, there, there was a, there was a thing where. Where the more experienced doctor, I'm just guessing based on age and uh, the fact that she knew what the thing was I described and the other doctor did not. <laughs> um, she's like, hey, did you check out his chest and back? And the other, and the younger one was like, no. And then when we we're basically done, I was like, do you want to check out my chest and back? Because like, I come here every five years. So I would, like, I've been waiting five years. Just should we have a once over? And she was like, oh, it's a great <laughs> idea. Yeah, yeah, take your shit. So I did at least speak up there and not just quietly be polite and... Um, say nothing but anyways that has been this week's content uh for older aging gentlemen which by the way has been our uh best listens get the most yeah. feedback oh also we got great feedback from picking raspberries segment <coughs> um, people love raspberries yeah. where's your line on 
when you ask for the more experienced doctor, is it um, like, so I, I had a similar instance when my child was born, they were like, Hey, can this oh, new right. yeah. obstetrician deliver your child? And I was like, no, yeah, no, no, no they can watch. <laughs> yeah, they can watch. Like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, the, you know, like, but where's where's your line, you think? Is it probably broken arm? Anything. Uh, so, ch yeah, childbirth easily, arm? easily over the line. I um, want I want a urologist that knows what they're doing. Okay. Um, no, I, no, nothing I, about tie and tight. Nars, yeah, so, no. I made, I, so I made jokes about my urologist that it was Dr. Johnson and he was not the award-winning doctor. It turns mm -hmm. out I found out, and this is, this is some very anti-American vitriol from me. Uh -oh. <laughs> it turned out his name was Niels Johnson, like, like N I E L S. And oh. I'm like, Oh, that sounds European. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Very, yeah very. I, that guy, that guy was, that guy was probably awesome. British. Um, where's the line. Okay. It wasn't having, um, possible, visual scabbing on my face with a cryotherapy uh <laughs> i don't know about draw blood i probably wouldn't say anything like hey this is the first time can they give it a go i don't know 10 years ago i wouldn't have said anything now that i'm getting into like my older uh, privileged white man uh, life mm. where i'm like this isn't a parking spot but i'm gonna park here what are they gonna do um oh, hell yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh yeah i don't chuck do you have any what's your so my, I want some, if you're going to put a scap, a scalpel to my body, yeah. I need to see like all of your certificates. I need well, to Chuck, what you, you would you let LeBron James tattoo you? Cause LeBron James was tattooing his tattoo artist. Yeah. See, that's a thing people do, you, but I never guess tattooed someone? I've never tattooed anybody. What? Yeah, I know. And that's I figured it's some bizarre. Only, a receiver, only some the receiver. Point, I've only received. Yeah. I've never, I've, I've never, never given, huh? Never actually, that given. Checks, that checks out, actually. Yeah. I'm never, yeah. I've never been, uh, I, and also, I don't, I'm not really into inflicting pain, like physical pain. It hmm. doesn't, you know, doesn't bring me any sort of joy. So I'm not interested in it at all. Also, my hands are like shaky. So okay. I don't want to like mess somebody up. It's supposed to be a smiley face and it looks like a, like the who cares emoji. What what That's, what what about a mechanic, John? What if they're like, hey, you, oh, this is great. I, you call uh, if the new I, guy I, works I, on your car. Okay, if you this get is the new great. Patches this, is tire? this is great. This is I just had a Southern gentleman response this week. Um, so I have this old Prius that I used to drive, right? And I just want to sell it, but I don't want to sell it with any problems, right? Yeah. Um, because I would feel bad. Like I almost sold it to Chuck, and then I was like, Chuck, I can't sell you this car. I don't think it's going to work. Um <clears throat> So I'm trying to get it fixed, um, but I don't want to get it that fixed. If you know what I mean, I think you do. Like, I don't want to spend a ton of money on it. Of this. course. But uh, someone stole the catalytic converter out of the bottom of it recently. So I felt like I had to get that fixed. And then I took it to a place where there's a pro wrestler who works there. First red alert that I wanted to take it to almost just so I could talk to this pro wrestler. I like pro wrestlers. Um, and I was like, can you fix, can you, can you put another catalytic converter in there and then just tell me how much it's going to cost to get this car saleable? Yeah. Now pro wrestlers are carnies. They're circus freaks. <laughs> they shouldn't be trusted. I don't know what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. This guy immediately fixes everything that he possibly could on the car. Avoids my calls for about 10 days. Shows me a bill for like, Twenty three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's catalytic converter price. But I mean, that's not that. Well, and he also fixed everything else. Well, maybe he threw it in for free. Which I, which maybe I didn't you got a good do. deal. 
But instead of being like, man, I didn't ask you to fix the old car. I asked for, you know, what to do. Yeah, you're supposed to go. Like, you're supposed to go like, 30 miles outside of town, John. Yeah, I was just like, here's your money, Virgil. I had you, that same, I had that same situation. <laughs> I, w- I, w- I went to my hometown uh, of Franklin, Tennessee. And I knew, like, hey, this guy was married to my third grade teacher. You just, if you need anything, you go to this this guy's shop. And I, I gave him this a similar situation, John. I want to sell my beat up car, but I think you told me there's a crack in the engine block where oil seeps out or something. Right, right. What is the ethical thing to do if you sell it? He's like, you know what I'd do? I'd hose off the bottom real good so there's no oil and take it to Carmax. <laughs> so i mean that again that was that was That's a brilliant. free free mechanics tip uh he didn't charge me really anything. Good. he said just yeah just spray off the bottom i can he's like i can do it for you maybe spray it off you know uh so <laughs> <laughs> that's i i think you just solved my conundrum yeah carmax um, although actually now the car just works and i just paid a lot of money for it. yeah that's the thing <laughs> it's like you want to sell the house you fix up everything you're like oh this house is nice now well, why I, can now, I, I can now probably <laughs> sell it for what I yeah, just paid. Why didn't, why, didn't why didn't I fix it up so I could, I could have that? Um, anyways, we got to get going on this stuff. Another big show for us, uh, but we do have to do our breakfast. Have you had breakfast? I'll say uh, on the way out of the dermatologist, I had a raspberry Nutrigrain bar, the type of Nutrigrain bar my children do not like, and so mm. I'm dutifully finishing the pack. It's a Nutrigrain bar. That's anyways, what's up. Um, what, what'd you, Chuck, what'd you have? Uh, today's breakfast was trash, but I had some kolaches this weekend. Oh my gosh. No, these were homemade. Oh, okay. v- homemade vegan kolaches. My gosh, kolaches are really just pigs in a blanket. Let's be real. I mean, it, it can. I think get... you probably did better. Yeah. Um, these were great. They were, there was some egg of uh, just egg and vegan sausage in it. Vegan cheese. Um, we did a little like oat milk wash on the outside so they brown up because usually because you're not putting eggs in a in a vegan kolache so they don't brown up oat milk wash vegan kolache i I know dude you could try even i am a little bit turned off right now i don't like you anymore yeah you (laughs) could say whatever you want these were fire they tasted incredible there was also a jalapeno one that was insane and we we made a bunch we gave them to friends um you could be upset that you didn't get any but you wouldn't have been able to tell it was vegan i promise you it was incredible so shout out kolaches, homemade kolache. John, what'd you have? I ate at the Madison Family Restaurant at 6.15 a.m. this morning. Wow. <laughs> I had uh, country ham. I was asked if I wanted city ham, which I take as an insult every time. What is that? What is city ham? What city, is city ham is sweet ham. Oh. And it's uh, sometimes cubed. Like, like a honey glazed sort of sweet? It must no, be I think sweet. it's been sitting in sugar water. I don't, I don't like this. it when they ask me because it, it's almost like it's almost like they're like, like you don't a trap. Here. Of course. Yeah. But um, it was great. It was uh, it was uh, one of those pieces of ham, so. Chuck. Do you know these where they it's bigger than the plate? Yeah. So oh, like, yeah. It's like overlapping hanging off like a floppy hat. The table and like, yeah. it's disgusting, yet beautiful at the same time. That's incredible. Um, wow. You were up really, really early. Well, I'm, my kid can't sleep. She can't hear. She's full oh, of her ears. Okay. Oh, so instead of, being, instead say, of parenting, yeah. I just leave the premises. Good idea. Say, I hope everything's okay, but apparently it's not. Anyways, <laughs> those were right. our breakfasts. After our breakfast, we moved to our breakfast in bed. Apologies. This is our first opportunity usually to talk about basketball, which the show is supposed to be about. Does anyone have anything they need to apologize for? Chuck, what, uh, what do you need to make right in the world? Once upon a time, I was a Dwayne Deadman fan i was out here on a limb saying he was a top five backup center he is atrocious 
I don't understand why he's on the team that I root for. Um, and I apologize for ever standing for this specific NBA player. Well, uh, there's a clear reason why he's on the team right now, Chuck. He's matching salary. Yes, he is a future future trade chip. That salary is He's supposed to be a walking trade exception, but he's he's a playing trade exception. Right. He's supposed to not be playing. And he's just like unplayable. I can't stand to watch him. Um, Also, you you said once upon a time, you said he was a top five backup center. Uh-huh. In the NBA, I would like our listeners Hello, wrong. to make sure they know that once upon a time was in May. Was last it was year. five months ago. It was months ago. It was five was months Chuck, ago. That was Chuck's Chuck's last uh that's one of those mad, uh, that's one of those where moment. if you're on the YouTube, John and I's eyes get real wide. <laughs> yeah. Like, where are we going with that? <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I, I cornered Chuck with my anti-Dwayne Dedman stance. Yeah, yeah, John, really, you, I, wanted, I think you spoke. I, 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 th- I think I might have Southern Gentleman did. Yeah. I think I might have Southern <laughs> Gentleman not said it. But, John, <laughs> you were like, are we? Are you going to stand by that? Yeah. Are you going to have that <laughs> well, go out on the airwaves? This is why we, we foster a culture of accountability on this show with this yeah, segment. Balances. I <laughs> think it's an important part of our, uh, our lifestyles yes. to come here and <laughs> confess I am a Reformed Catholic. This yeah. fills a part of my spirit that allows me to live guilt-free. So, no, I think it's important that we I was do. Wrong. We make Man absolution. We, we acknowledge the wrongs early in the show so then we can uh-huh. go forward with our sinning. Uh, with the right. rest of the show, we will John, continue to have fire hot takes. What do you need to to confess? Um, so there have been various times on this show, and I think even most recently after Keith did like a grits and grinds episode about how uh, inevitable Dwayne, or excuse me, Desmond Bain, Dwayne Dedman, Desmond <laughs> Bain's uh, continued improvement would be. Whereas, as much as I like Desmond Bain. And I've even tried to order his jersey. It never arrived. Thank you, Grizzlies. Um, he just doesn't. He has so much just a guyism about him to me. Like he looks like a really athletic guy who happens to be at ba- good good at basketball. Like he doesn't look like your traditional basketball player. So I just have a hard time. It looks like a um, boxer or a running yeah, back yes. or something. Yeah, exactly. Like a running like back. A, I think yeah. it's like Lorenzo Neal to me. He's got like, bodybuilder vibe. Yeah. Ronnie Coleman. Yeah. So I just have a hard time buying that he can be like this elite skill set guy who can do it do it all and like last night damn 32 points in the second half like that was claytheism it was extreme <laughs> um it's just an i mean when you can play against Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant's nets and they combine for like 80 points and you like win easily the grizzlies face the nets and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving scored 74 points on 72% true shooting. And they did not have enough firepower to keep up with the grit and grind Grizzlies. <laughs> and this is with like Dylan Brooks, like discombobulatingly flying or Dylan like Brooks forgotten how to play hor- basketball. Horrifying. He came um, out. You know, the thing where you're like, I don't know. I guess everyone gets loose differently. Like, you know, I, I got to warm up first. Like maybe I gotta maybe I gotta run out there just run real hard for a second. Like for whatever reason, the pregame ritual doesn't get my body where I need to be. I actually need actual game time to sprint. You know, get my second wind going or whatever. Dylan Brooks goes out there, just jacks up a horrible shot and commits a foul with like 20, <laughs> 20 seconds into the game. And I'm like, man, he's just getting loose. He's getting limber. He's warming Incredible. up. Um, 
No, the Desmond Bain. Mad at Des, uh, at uh, Dylan Brooks though, because I did appreciate how angry he was making Kevin Durant. Did he stop him from scoring? Not at all. Not well, it's one of those funny things where uh, <laughs> he a, a really <laughs> was making him mad, and they were like screaming at him. We each got other. a technical on on Kevin Durant late in the game. Yeah. He drew an offensive foul, but it's one of those things where it's like a Dylan Brooks apologist, which I I, I definitely dabble in. The uh, you'd be like, man, he brings he brings that stuff, and like also, you know, he, who else are you gonna have to guard Kevin Durant? But then you look at Kevin Durant. You're like, Kevin Durant's made 14 out of 18 shots. I don't know. If, <laughs> Dylan Brooks. I, like, like, maybe he's making them work, but you know, we never sent a, how, never how, like, a Michael, double team, and Durant got anything he wanted. You know how Michael Jordan like made it look easy? Yeah. Dylan Brooks makes everything look hard. That's true. <laughs> well, I that's, think the, it might, that's the I Patrick think it might Beverly corollary. Be hard, um, yeah. And I think it's going to get old. But back to Bain, like, just transcendent performance. Like, and I love I loved Desmond Bain, but like, I'm going to have to start like coming around to the notion that he could be an elite player. Is this John, does this go to the the biblical thing of a prophet is never accepted in his hometown where we don't see the star potential of the guys on our own team? Cause I had difficulty with this. This is not my apology, but it could be. Why do I keep doubting John Morant? Why do I keep keep putting limits on John Morant? Why do I say, Oh, John Morant's going to, John thinks he should bet John Morant for the scoring title. I'm like, that's a bit, that's a bit outrageous. I'm like, uh, John Morant <laughs> is going to try to win MVP. Like, yeah, he finished top five, but he's not in the same class. As these other people, why do I keep limiting John Morant? John Morant right now per 100 possessions is averaging 51.6 points. That's pretty good. That's impossible. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. And they, are, and they are now. There's only three kinds of shots: impossible layups, dunks, and long three pointers. He did a Michael Jordan the shot tribute where he like double pumped it three times from 17 feet and made it before landing. He hits these daggers. He's made 12 of his 23 pointers this year. He's averaging three three pointers made per per game. He's leading the NBA in free throws made per game. He's making Jimmy Butler levels of free throws and accuracy. He's making 86% of his free throws, 35 points per game in 33 minutes. It's unbelievable. And I'm sitting here with a stupid Grizzlies podcast being like, (laughs) I don't know, guys. I don't know. Probably can't keep that going. So, (laughs) man, he's so good. And it's so wild. No, here's my actual apology. Um, I forgot the name of the rat in Ratatouille. I was talking to David um, Roth. Patton Oswalt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Remy uh, is the character of the rat in Ratatouille. Very embarrassing on multiple levels. I rode the Ratatouille ride at Disney World like a month ago. I should have known that. I could also apologize to the guest, David Roth, for saying his breakfast was the breakfast of a rat. So not my finest hour um, <laughs> for that. I apologize. Anyways, uh, don't miss the Grizzlies of tomorrow when the Memphis Hustle open their 2022-2023 season against the Lakeland Magic on Friday, November 4th at the Lanter at the Lander Center. That's near Memphis in Mississippi for our national and international listeners. The Lander Center. Uh, it's at 7 p.m. presented by Campbell Clinic. Visit memphishustle.com for the tune-in details or to purchase tickets today. And stay connected and follow the Grizzlies at Mim Grizz, and also follow Grind City Media at Grind City Media across all social channels, including Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. That is for our international listeners. Follow at Mim Grizz and at Grind City Media for all the breaking news, one-of-a-kind content, and perspectives you won't find anywhere else. 
All right, steak and eggs, best thing. We're doing the first week of the NBA season. There's just so much to choose from. I'm not going to limit you. I'm not going to be like it's you with that Madison Breakfast Diner. Uh, John, I assume there's a lot of great options you can choose from. So I don't want to limit you guys in, in how much you're, you're, you're having here of steak and eggs. If you only want to do one, that's fine, too. But uh, what are the best things you saw from this week? John, what's your, what's your steak and eggs? Mine's a little off kilter this week. Mine is actually uh, a segment that we're debuting this week because we kind of somehow forgot to do our predictions this year. So this is cheat day, boys. Yep. I know you're familiar with this, Chuck. Oh, that's all uh, I after do. After we get through our regular stuff, we're going to go back through and make some late three to four games in predictions, which in my head will be infinitely better than predictions we've made without three to four games of knowledge. I like True. it. Um, you say forgot to do the predictions. I right. say purposefully omitted because I find them cliche. But yeah, sure. I love this cheat day idea that now yeah, we have a little bit of data. Twist. Now we have <laughs> four <laughs> games in. I'm Food all for related it. to it fits the I'm all for ethos. Ethos. realizes that these stupid things we do after year after year. I look forward to them and want to do them. Oh, I apologize. John. <laughs> I'm the water cooler guy. We have to, man, I, we, we gotta, we gotta pick our segments for this glorious 80 minutes a week and over unders. It is. If I don't have these yearly segments, I can't relate to the common man. Let's, let's, let's need... do it. Let's do it right now. Let's not tease okay. the thing. Let's do it right now. All right. So what we're going to well. do, we're going to pick what we want to pick. I think we should pick the t the who's going to make the finals, who's going to win the finals. We're going to mm -hmm. pick MVP. We're going to pick Rookie of the Year. Anything else we need to do? Maybe. Can we talk? I, I'm, I'm very interested in, in everyone. I feel like there's a new line in the saying that people have to draw where they make their stance on teams making the play in or not. Oh, yeah. Let's pick our playoff teams. I love it. Yeah, I, I think playoff teams is probably what I was missing the most if, all right to be totally frank let's 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 go with this let's start with mvp i i think preseason i'm just going to assume based on the way you always talk about him you had luka Doncic as your mvp pick john i know he's a betting one of the betting favorites so but, my, I, I made yeah. bet, i made wagers i've made two wagers okay. and i think i'm okay with this this, yeah. this is a bad start for cheat day because i think i'm okay with this i have luka Doncic and john morant were the two guys i put money on oh, oh and i put money on uh zion williamson and damian lillard Ooh, those are all very good. I would say I I can remember my preseason MVP pick. I, MVP pick. I believe I said this somewhere was uh, was Giannis. I thought Giannis would return uh, to the heights of MVP. Well, they they haven't played any games yet, so yeah, yeah. They're on this weird. We went to what we went to UAE schedule and they've played two games. He did in the last game. I think had what had forty four points and twelve rebounds in, in like seven seventeen minutes or in, something. Yeah, like was, twenty was, minutes. Yeah, was, I think yeah. it was twenty eight. It was one of the. Weirdest you can still dunk ever. from the three-point line, um, so I think you're okay. Chuck, who who's your MVP? Who are you, your MVP? If you had to pick a, a favorite, cheat this, day this MVP. Cheat, cheat day cheat MVP. MVP. You got to see. Saw, you got to see partial answers. And now I saw. Yeah. I saw that uh, Giannis destruction of the Rockets. Um, it made me feel like he was inevitable. He is unbelievable, and narratives matter. I think you know. If he could get back to number one in the East, which Milwaukee looks like they can do it even without Middleton right now. Um, yeah, give me Giannis because narratives work and they're not giving it to Jokic again. And I think Luka and Ja, ja are a couple mango seasons out. They need to. I will say, I mean, a couple more mango seasons. Much like my sort of apology, Ja Morant is the one I wasn't giving much credence to. I'm not like, oh, he, it's possible. Might, he might be the best player in the NBA. Uh, <laughs> or something. Possible. 
Although, I mean, he definitely got, um, you know, he got body slammed by Luca in that one game. So, but that was know, three games and four nights. Three like, games that's... and four nights. The Mavs are resting. Also, they, yeah, uh, thank you, Chuck. Look at um, that. John Moran is one and six. <laughs> the Grizzlies with some John Moran is one and six all time head to head against Luka Doncic. Uh, yeah, I would say my pick. I would still say Giannis, but um, I think I might after the first week. I might go Giannis first favorite. Steph, second favorite, coming mm. off a title season. And I think the Warriors are going to be awesome, which we might get to uh, next and who's going to win the title. And then I'll, I'll go jaw third. All right, so who do we think? Who, is, who are your finals picks? Who are your finals picks based on, on this short? So this is where cheat day matters a yeah. lot to me. Because you're picking uh, the Trailblazers. Four games in, I'm abandoning my, <laughs> I'm abandoning my Clippers title uh, predictions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm running for the hills. And I'm actually going, I'm going to cheat on cheat day and I'm going to reconnoiter for the team I've seen the least because all the teams that I'm into, like the Sixers and the Clippers, I'm now afraid. So now I think I'm going to saunter on over to a Bucks pick. I think I'm going to lean into the, the zero games played Milwaukee Bucks. I also think the Celtics look impressive again. Well, the, um, so the Celtics got blown out by the bulls on Monday night. I have not yeah. seen that game and I don't know how that happened. And so that really kind of shook up the team. I thought might be the best team in the East this year. Um, and that leads me uh, with a little cheat day uh, to, to sticking with the bucks out of the East. I'm going, I'm still going warriors. I think the warriors are the best team. I know they lost to the nuggets, but uh, I think they're deep and they got a lot of options. A little, little Dante DiVincenzo playing really well. I don't think they're not, they're not missing any of these auto porters, Gary Payton too, or anything. Uh, I think the I I would say Warriors Bucks, which might have honestly been my preseason pick, but I definitely I, I'm not feeling tempted by a Clippers team. I'm not feeling tempted by a Celtics team based on the first week. Chuck, what are your uh, what are your predictions for the finals? I'm gonna go with uh, the the game that I saw from the Western Conference last week that stood out was uh, Denver Golden State and the way. Jokic just kind of like calmly led them to beat the defending champs. I like Denver early, and I think Jokic with that crew of dudes coming back. I don't know. Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown. So, you know, you, you, I think it works, you it saw well. that one Warriors game. Unfortunately, I've basically watched the entire other three Nuggets games, and I'm like, yeah. oh, this team is bad. This yeah. this team needs dribblers. I think, I think Why you should in the world I is, you is Smith not playing? Um, <laughs> I think you should reconsider Warriors. Well, last year I was Warriors don't I care was, about anything. I, they don't, and they're you know they also have like a level of like just consistent. Their floor is their floor is going to be probably the Western Conference Finals if they're um, healthy. But I, I don't know. I love Jokic. I just think it's a uh, early on they're they're going to have to figure out how to you know reintegrate Jamal Murray and. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. But I think they, they have reintegrated. They, you know, I think it's going to take a little time. Well, here, but I, I like that team. Um, here's something that could make us look very, very silly. Um, based on the first week of the season, we we are we are avoiding some teams that have had an excellent start. Um, according to Cleaning the Glass. Um, wait a minute. Wait, what's that? What's that song? Peter this is a game of scones spontaneous game of scones considering the first week of the season which five teams have the best point differential in the nba this is throwing out garbage time which five teams have the best point differential 
in the NBA. Uh, the first person to strike out loses. Chuck, would you like to go first or second? Um, I'll go first. All right. The five teams with the best point differential uh, one week into the NBA season. Well, the Mavericks blew out the Grizzlies by 40. I'm yep. going to guess that that helps. So I'll go with the Dallas Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks are number one. Even you, when you throw out the entire fourth quarter, <laughs> the Mavericks are number one. And, of course, they also have just played two games. So Mavericks are, are one and one, but number one at plus 16.9. Good job, Chuck. John, your turn. Suns. Suns. The Phoenix Suns are two and one, but no, they are 10th ah. in that rating. That's a strike for John. Nope. Back to you, Chuck. Uh, the Milwaukee Buckaroos. The Milwaukee Bucks have played two games. They're undefeated. They are number two. Uh, look at Chuck. He's doing the family feud. Number one off the board, number two off the board. He's, he's going to make a weird. straight run of it. I'll All right, you Pelicans. I'm going to stay weird. The Pelicans. New Orleans Pelicans, despite losing to the Jazz, are correct. They are fourth in net rating. Uh, good job, John. Back to you, Chuck. We have two teams left. Um, Cleveland? Cleveland yeah. is sixth. Oh, plus 10.8. So close, Chuck. Uh, but that's a strike. I'm sorry. Can, oh, okay. Uh, all right, John. Can, I hate to do this. Can you tell me who's been selected? Uh, the Mavericks, the Bucks, and the Pelicans. The Blazers? The Blazers are undefeated, but only seventh in net rating. That is two strikes for John. He is on the precipice. Chuck, you only have one strike. It is your turn to guess again. Um, the the I don't know the Warriors. The Warriors are eight. Oh, we've gotten six, seven, and eight, but all those are strikes. They all count the same. Both players with two strikes. Next strike loses. John, you're up. All very good guesses. Very proud of you I am guys. going, this is how I've lived my life. I'm on the verge of uh, plummeting to my death. I'm at the precipice. But I have to take a swing here. I'm going to say Charlotte Hornets. Your Charlotte Hornets are third. That is correct. The Charlotte oh! Hornets plus 12.9 behind behind. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr., yeah. <laughs> who walks into Atlanta and beat a double all-star backcourt of the Atlanta Hawks. That is correct. We have one team left. Chuck, now to you. Mm. Didn't the Knicks blow somebody out? I'm just thinking about blowouts. I don't know the Knicks. And that is a winner for Chuck yeah. Anderson. What? The Knicks are fifth in net rating. Plus 11.4. Good job. We don't have a strikeout. We had a clear winner. Chuck Anderson. Having a point guard is good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Knicks, 2-1, and one plus 11.4. Anyways, uh, let's keep going with these, uh, these cheat day predictions. Let's do rookie of the year. Okay. Rookie of the year based on the first two to four games of the season. Chuck, you want to go first? Uh, the kid in Orlando, Paolo Banchero. Banchero uh, is killing it. He, you know, his debut was LeBron-esque, and he posterized somebody, which means he'll be fun to watch. Uh, that's the early returns on the five minutes I watched Orlando play. Paolo has been the best non-John Morant basketball player I've watched this year. 
That is weird. Wow. So it just looks effortlessly awesome. Now, is it going to be a problem if the Magic go 0 and 82 for him to <laughs> win this rookie of like, the year? I don't think so. Yeah. No. I feel like that's I, mean, I feel like that's an award that's safe from from winsism. Like I think he could average 25 a game. Like he I can mean, get he's up. He's averaging like 27 now. Right, right? now right. He's, like, at, he, he's at 22.8 points per game, okay, seven and a half no. rebounds, three <laughs> assists, but they're own four. Um I think that's just good rookieism right here. I yep. I would actually think I'm gonna say it's very, very close. Are you going the Matherin? Uh, I'm gonna go the Matherin route. Um I, Matherin is averaging 22 points per game off the bench. And he's all, he yeah, had I was his, about to say he had his first bad game against the Sixers on Monday night. He had a very poor <clears> first <throat> half, but in the think, second half, he came Goga, on again. Like he I woke up Goga again. Batadze is ahead of him on the guard depth chart. So I think you're gonna have some trouble there. <laughs> I, I mean the yeah, Pacers are committed to this. <laughs> I mean, they are starting the, the, no joke, they're starting Aaron Neesmith over Aaron Neesmith and Aaron Neesmith is, is awful. Just yeah. so bad. Um, but like if Matherin keeps getting the minutes, he might be there. I do think the Pacers, this is my controversial take in the preseason. I think I think the Pacers are better than the Magic. And um I think he, he could be there. Keegan Murray has only played two games. I was about to say Keegan Murray looks awesome. Like he, looks like he made displace Sabonis awesome. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like Keegan Murray's looked awesome. Um, I mean Jay Nivey's been good. Yeah. Jabari Smith, uh, I didn't see this game on Monday night, but his stat line was unreal as the Rockets take down the undefeated Jazz. He had, I think, 21 and nine and three blocks and three made threes. I mean, that's oh, that's yeah. perfection. Also, he got in a like a, a yelling fight with Jalen Green. You see this video? I did. Jalen Green <laughs> and Jabari Smith are yelling at each other. And like Eric Jabari. Gordon just looks like the old dog who's yeah, been there, yeah, yeah. who sees he's, the young pups fighting, and he's like, he, I'm so bored of this. He had the <laughs> he had the most bored. He's just like, he's like, I'm not gonna stand, I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just like gonna sit here and, and watch these guys yell at each other. It was great. It looks exactly like there's an episode from like three weeks ago where you and uh, Chuck got heated, and I'm just like, all right, okay. <laughs> the, the, the Tyler Johnson contract episode. Yeah, Tyler okay, Johnson, okay. yeah. Um dispute. so I, th I think Jabari Smith should still come around, but I yeah. Paolo seems safest, and he was the preseason favorite. But I, you know, if I could get any odds on, on Matherin or Keegan Murray, I would consider it. For me, it's it's a three player race. But I'm, I am keeping an eye on, on Jaden Ivey and Jabari. Can we get Santi Aldama re rate reclassified as a as a rookie, please? It feels like a rookie. Can we get a most improved player for Santi Aldama? Uh, you know what, son, <laughs> John? I know the Santi cry. John, I know you have to dislike on off net rating swing because it favors Dylan Brooks. But yeah. would you like to would you like to guess what Santi Aldama's uh, on off net rating swing is for the Grizzlies this season? How many points per 100 possessions better are they when Santi Aldama is on the court? Two and a half. 65. Whoa. <laughs> 65, Jeez. John. I don't know why you went low with like a middling. I thought um, you were going to try to no switch me. No. I you going to try to switch nope. me. Nope. Right. No, there was no bait and switch. They are I 65 mean, points better per 100 possessions. Than I am plays. waiting, waiting for Santi Aldama to just do anything wrong. Just he, do anything he, wrong. He was not good on in the road games. He was very kind of silly. Uh, but his home games but have here's been the deal. Like what flawless. I like about Santi's game is that like even when he's doing something wrong, I'm like I I totally understand why he did that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if he's he can be late on a rotation, but he's making the rotation. Does that um, make sense? He's he's getting there. 
Let's finish up our our, our our preseason predictions one week into the year, our cheat day predictions with you. You want to pick some playoff teams? Pick your playoff teams. That's what I want. That, that's All what right. I actually missed. Let's most. do it. Let's do it. Pick and, your playoff. I have changed slightly. P- pick so pick your playoff teams in. in the, uh, yeah, just what do you got in the East, John? Um, I have my playoff teams. Um, my my Eastern playoff teams have have changed ever uh, not at all. I have Celtics, Bucks, Sixers, Heat, Cavs, Raptors, Nets, Hawks, Bulls, Knicks. However, what I would like to change is I no longer have the Nets and Bulls in the play in anymore. I would now like to shift the Heat and Raptors into the play in. Chuck, would you like to respond? Um, the heat look interesting and I'm not sure if they're going to be a top three Eastern seed. Like I thought, um, they're having a hard time defending and can um, can I ask you a question? Huh? How many times in a row can you watch the heat run the same pick and roll scheme in a game before you go insane? They love to, uh, spam like, bam tyler pick and rolls and then tyler turns into uh, like a turnover machine late in game against toronto it was hard to watch the heat? Um, keith have you watched the heat yet i have um a lot of ice, Chuck, a lot of ISO you, too. i don't know if the, i don't want to step on your toes is it your worst thing that the south beach flu that the raptors are inoculated from it they <laughs> they, uh, they spent like four days in miami and then won the and, the, 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 the game on the last night because they had a, a better I mean, fourth quarter than the heat they they looked better than us. We might have the opposite situation where we need to go on a road trip to like fix what we've been. Oh, I got you. I got uh, you. Dealing with, um, yeah. There's a lot going on. I don't understand why Hayward Highsmith gets a lot of minutes. Jamal Kane's on the bench. Jovic looked great in preseasons. Got no tick. Well, he's couldn't suspended. play in the fourth game because he got suspended <laughs> for leaving the bench for the Caleb Martin. That, by the Caleb way, Martin, he oh, are we gonna, the Caleb Martin. I mean, the Caleb Martin. Spinebuster, uh, going out of balance. Alex Lynn, double leg um, takedown. <laughs> I my takeaway from that entire fracas was you saw Adam Silver's hand on the scales of justice, the, different from David Stern's, with the fact that Jovic was the only player suspended based on everyone who left the bench. Right, Every, there was like, a lot of people. Let's, who let's are, suspend the one guy who doesn't play, who uh, hasn't also, played yet. Was Christian Coloco ejected for? Being tackled? Yeah, he was. he was. Yeah, he was there. You have to be present. more pliant. You have to be even <laughs> more. You need to. He should have stayed on the ground. You got to sprawl. Yeah. Get those, he should have stayed on out. the ground and showed his belly. That's what yeah. he should have right. done. That, that's like the way a, you get to stay in the game. Um, Wait, John. So your your playoff teams, you said Knicks, right? Oh, I need to cut two. No, you said. Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I used to have I used to have the Bulls and the Knicks on the outside, right? Just barely missing it. I have the Bulls and the Knicks are both going to make the playoffs now. I've got the Hawks and Raptors slipping out. Those are my, that's my uh, psychotic cheat day. Um, t- too many, too many conclusions jump to decisions there. I just saw the Raptors uh, two games in a row. It, they are relentless, and Pascal Siakam is looking like a god. Yeah. Like he is. Unreal. He's added a fake spin move to well, his it, well, other move. When, when you moves. are a right. very good power forward and the team you're playing doesn't have any power forwards, zero power forward. You could sometimes maybe look even better than you actually are. Yeah, that's um, probably the case. Chuck, what what eight teams do you have? Uh, playoff teams out of the East. Uh, 
Bucks, Celtics, Sixers, Cavs, Heat are going to be between four and five, but I don't think they're a playing team. Um, and then uh, Knicks, Knicks, uh, Raps. Okay. I, I think the Knicks can make the play in. Um, well, I'm talking the eight. I want the eight. I want the eight. Um, I think the Knicks can make the playoffs. I think you got the Raptors in in the playoffs. I got the Hawks in. Um, you, have t- you have 12 teams in right now. I have 14 teams in. Do you have yeah, the that, that, Do you have the Raptors right. and the Nets? I have the Raptors and the Nets. So I'll go Bucks, Celtics, Six, um, Sixers, Raptors, Heat, Cavs, Sixers. Hawks, Nets. Yes. You're leaving out the Bulls and the Knicks. Bulls look good to me. The Bulls look incredible, but I'm not sure. I don't know I, what to make. I get it. There's this mystery game floating out there where they they beat the Celtics by double digits. I haven't I seen mean, it. I mean, they they looked incredible against the Heat, but DeMar DeRozan went insane. He wouldn't DeMar DeRozan miss. is sick. He man. does that. He is. Yeah. He does that. So that's kind that's of what I'm betting on. Is sick. But oh, Ayo Desumo looking good. I put him down. He looked really good too. Um, he was my so my teams. I got Bucks, Celtics, Sixers, Raptors, Heat, Cavs. And then I don't have the Knicks on the same level as the Nets, Hawks, and Bulls. I don't know if that's wrong because I, I see your net rating, Knicks. Um, I think I'm going to go Bulls and Hawks. Okay. Down on Hawks. I think the Nets are out. Really? I don't I think it's going to go well. They don't, I, they don't I defend. I, I mean, it's early. Right, but I don't want to do that after the Grizzlies beat them last night, so I absolutely refuse. Because I want that win to mean more. The Grizzlies are 29th in defense and the Nets are 30th. I know. I know. So, no, uh, for me, it comes down to basically the the Hawks, Nets, and Bulls, and two two of those three are getting in. Like, I mean, honestly, the Heat could be in there because the Heat not looking good. Yeah. Eastern um, Conference is incredibly slammed and exciting. Yeah. Incredibly slammed. I hope it's the exciting. Sixers that miss. Um, <laughs> West, Western Conference, has anything changed? Although we never even said it. Um, we all have, let's say we all have warriors. Do we all have nuggets? Yes. Do we all have clippers. Yes. Do we all have grizzlies? Yes. yes. The grizzlies have moved up most for me. I, I, there was a point where I had them as low as six. Do we I all have sons? Yes. Yes. But they're moving down for me. Playing right. team. So that's, that's, that's five teams. Um, who are your other, Oh, do we all have, do we all have Mavericks? I have the Mavericks. Yes. All right. Nugs. So, so we all have Warriors, Nuggets, first, Clippers, Sorry. Grizzlies, Suns, Mavericks. Who are your other two teams that are going to make it? Uh, Timberwolves. Yep. And give me the. Uh, did we have Pels? And then the Pels. Yeah, I think that. I think that. I think that. That's yeah. smart. And that is similarly how I have it. The team that looks the worst to me, out of those eight, is the Timberwolves. And. I know it's because Kyle Anderson has missed almost all their games. And they will be fine <laughs> when slow-mo comes back. I don't like their guards. I mean, I guess Anthony Edwards is a guard. But, like, Jalen Noel is fine. And Jordan McLaughlin's like, he's good for a guy you wouldn't think you'd have to depend on. Yeah, but those aren't their uh, guards. And, like, Tareen <laughs> Prince is, like, there's a lot of minutes going to guys where I'm like, really? Him? Um, and so I, I don't know. And, and the front court pairing, I, I got some questions. Losing the the losing the Go Bear Bowl to the Jazz, like Dude. that probably on its own has like a, a week to two week hangover. Yeah, and it's just it's just right. gonna be rough. Because if you remember their schedule, when you looked at the schedule before the season, 
it was like, oh, they might the go seven go, and zero. Yeah, yeah, they're going yeah. nine and zero. <laughs> they're playing only tanking teams for the first nine games, and they squeaked out. They're two a, and a two. Victory. Yeah, they squeaked <laughs> out a victory against OKC. OKC took them to the wire, and Rudy Gobert had twenty five and fifteen rebounds or something like yeah. that. So yeah, so it was, it was that was nuts. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. So, John, uh, do, you, do you have anything different? So, we did not so mention me, the I go four and O trailblazers. Cheat, cheat day, yes. yeah, can yeah. What, what, what are you? What are you pre and post? This, what, what's changed? Unlike the Eastern Conference, this is absolutely transformation. My pre cheat day was Clippers at one, Nuggets, Mavs, Suns, Dubs, Grizzlies at six, Oof. Timberwolves, Pelicans, Blazers, Lakers. Ah, uh-uh. no moss. Now I've got like. Mavs and Warriors and Nuggets are my and now Grizzlies are in a four, a stratosphere four up above the rest. And then it's like this slap fight for the rest of the spots. And now out, outside looking in, I have the Timberwolves and Lakers missing it with the Blazers jumping into our playoff fracas, uh, which may be some billipsism. I think I am still I'm still going to exclude the four and oh Portland Trailblazers. They should have lost to the Lakers. <laughs> like that was a, it was a, I mean, a great miracle win basically. Yeah. Um, and here, but since, since we're all messed up, my stake and eggs best thing was from that trailblazers Lakers game oh, yeah. was referee Ed Malloy <laughs> explaining that Yusuf Nurkic was in legal guarding position, made incidental contact. And then Beverly took a dive. The referee <laughs> saying Beverly took a dive. He I love it. Oh, it was the best. What a, what a great Tremendous. moment. Uh, that's what a, that's a, that is a moment game. from an ELO song. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking of that. I have, I have the Timberwolves and the Pelicans as the last two teams in. Um, Isn't that crazy I, to say out loud? Pelicans is one of the last two teams in. The Pelicans look awesome. I mean, the Clippers are weird. And by the way, we have a croissant question, uh, I believe, from, from Clint Harding, who says... Uh, yeah, it's a good one. Is Kawhi Leonard the greatest ninth man in NBA history? It's actually from Drew. It's actually from <laughs> oh, from Drew. Drew. I'm sorry. It is a great question, Drew. Uh, these the games are. It's odd. Kawhi Leonard plays the last six minutes of each half or something. I yeah. I am so weirded out by the Clippers that I just think that they're stupid. Well, Norm Powell I, and Reggie Jackson have been terrible. Terrible so far. Mm. Just just and those are, and those are two players I respect and think are good. I, I, I don't I, know. I, yeah. I have, him in, I have him in multiple it. fantasy leagues. It's going bad. 15 points on 15 shots. John Hall looks nice, though. I mean, yeah. yeah. Back at it. <laughs> um, um, I love I, it. <laughs> no, but I, I think I think the Clippers, they've got, like, there's some, like, machine learning making their lineup decisions for them. There's, like, an AI process that allows them, that calculates risk factors and, like, injury His name is Steve Ballmer. <laughs> and, yes, he... He happens to be the CEO. He is a humanoid, actually, not actually a human. So um, who are the other great? Is like, was Kevin McHale ever a ninth man? I know he meant one sixth man of the year. Bill Walton. Bill Walton, yeah. Bill Walton, who like won MVP coming off the bench or so. Oh, no, he won Bill MVP Walton. playing like 30 games, and then he won sixth yeah. man another year. Uh, um, I mean, Iguodala, yeah. the, the sixth man of the year, he, his minutes were real low, weren't they? Um, no, yeah, the Kawhi... I don't know what they're doing with the minutes. It is better than like the, the Zion minute limitations his rookie year, where he oh, can yeah. only, he can only play the first six minutes. And like they he like why it don't was, you just have him play the last six minutes if it's only six? I don't I don't know. Who is knows? Is there anything sadder than Zion waddling off the court after six minutes? 
Uh, uh, after he like personally orchestrated a run. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember that happening in his first game against the <laughs> Spurs. Like he was, he hit like four threes. He hit all those three like, pointers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're yeah. like, Hey Zion, that. you got to go to the bench, even though we're about to win this Charlie game. Charlie Brown Christmas. He's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's a, here's a, here's another uh, Patreon supporter question. Ben wants to know what, what's the proper betting line. He's got two of them for, for games played and over under games played. Say a bet between friends, uh, set the line for Kawhi Leonard games played and Jaron Jackson jr. Games played. So what, like John, what do you, you're, you're the gambling expert. What, what do you think? Uh, what would you set a prop if we were to wager you and me or something? I, what, I what, what's I, your Kawhi games played? Would you set it at? I think betting against a Grizzlies games played is a fool's errand. So I, I'll take the Grizzlies. I'll take, I'll take, um, I think Grizzlies are, are, are crafty about their, no, I never I'm know saying, how long just, a guy is out. Just so the I'll, individual number. Like, so let's we'll start yeah. with Jaron then. What's yeah. what's an individual number for games played for Jaron this season? My understanding, I'll it, which I'll throw I'll out there, at, I'll set it at sixty. Okay, that's a lot. So, like, I think he's. I was thinking lower. I was thinking like fifty-two. Forty-two. Okay. Yeah. Fifty. Yeah. Fifty because to like, fifty-five. He's probably going to miss. He's already missed four, and mm-hmm. he's supposed to miss like twelve. Twelve to fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Maybe two more weeks total. So. If he if he misses 15 on the front end, and he's you know he's going to miss games later, for like sitting out back to backs and just getting banged up. Yeah, yeah, I, good I, point. I feel like 50. Yeah, and Ka- Kawhi, so, it's missing every back to back. How many games would that put Kawhi at? You think six? That would something? that would well, lose him. That would lose him. I think 14. I think the Clippers have 14 back to backs. It's not just I've read he's not just missing the, the second night of back to backs. He's also not playing on any day with a U in the yeah. letter of the. <laughs> Of the day name, so I like Chuck has begun one of his dad jokes, and you have yeah. to wait for the end. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's just, I would say, I would say, I would put, I would put, I would put Jaren's at like 50, and I would put okay. Kawhi's at like 53. But I think who's going to play more is a fair bet. I think whatever, whatever Kawhi plays is probably the optimal amount of games for an NBA player to play to get to the playoffs. This is all like algorithm stuff. Like yeah. it what, is, what they're doing with Kawhi makes me think that if anything happens, any discomfort, any tightness in the ass, a runny he's going to sit. Um, right. So I, I, and I think the Grizzlies are, are need to get Jaron on the court and are wanting to get Jaron on the court. So I would, I would think more games missed for uh yeah Kawhi. that makes sense all I, right i i drafted Kawhi in every league and i yeah, i'm too. getting rid of him in every league i can't yeah that it. was a mistake um yeah. i could i i wanted him i was like oh this could be valuable like yeah, if, if no. he's i if he's ir eligible for the games he missed oh he's gonna be ready great. for this but this? uh yeah create him for create him for brad beal in a league <laughs> great seems, good, like a, huh? seems like a great pretty deal. good um, huh so john you had the blazers in over the who um, the guys I have on the outside looking in now are the Timberwolves and Lakers, and Lakers to oh, me are like I don't even way mention, below. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, over. So you have the you have the <laughs> you have the Timberwolves missing the playoffs, which I think is interesting. And then Chuck and I uh, have the Pelicans, Timberwolves making the playoffs, and we're basically agreed on the top six, or at least teams we're the most confident in is the Mavericks, Suns, Grizzlies, Clippers, Nuggets, and Warriors. All right, are, do, have we done it? Is that all, any other preseason predictions we need to do, or can we uh, continue with the format of the show now? I think I feel good about it. Yeah. Let's Chuck. go and do a six man of the year, most improved player. I'm just kidding. Thank I'm you. just kidding. Santiago Aldama for both. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Chuck, do you have a best thing? Yeah, man. It's October. We're about to have Halloween. 
Yes, sir. And who's doing it better than the Philadelphia 76ers? They've already got Tobias Garris. Huh? Oh, dear. Um, oh, there's Daniel Haunted House. Hey, now. Uh, but my favorite one is Joel Embood, right? Because he's getting booed in Philly. What's up with that, Philly fans? Y'all out here booing the process? He had 40 points the other night. Let's yeah, 40 points, here. but they're deciding to boo the man. <laughs> that's it's just, showing that's just me good a Philadelphia. Lot. That's some real good Philly stuff. That's brotherly um, love. Yeah, uh, yeah, brotherly love, like fight you in the backyard and break your nose, brotherly love, because you took too many mashed potatoes. That's I actually fought my brother over mashed potatoes once. But um, yeah, it's an Irish, Irish thing. What is yeah. that? Yeah. It's an Irish thing. Yeah, it's yeah. potato famine, epigenetic stress. It all came out that day. <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what because I know they beat they beat in the. Yeah, yeah, it looks great, whatever. And Embiid does look good. Like, he doesn't seem like he's in the best shape, but he looks good. Um, we'll see what happens to this team that had the greatest offseason in NBA history, if you listen to podcasts yeah, so, and people on the internet. They are so disgusting to watch they look basketball. Miss, the, the, you talk about the Heat looking bad. The Sixers look gross. And um, we'll see what happens. I'm Mel- probably going to apologize for this. Melton has a steal in every game and hasn't turned the ball over yet, and I'm done watching him. It's just all it's, <laughs> it's, it's gross. It's so horrible to watch. Melton Truly. got a steal all and I- threw it to Harden, and Harden just dribbled it for 20 straight seconds. Was, uh, like just run, push the ball, man. What are you doing? Yeah, uh, yeah. Woo. There's a lot of, but you know, they're also having very interesting. Like PJ Tucker's playing 40 minutes a game. For yeah. some yeah. reason, his, his eye shot must be unbelievable. Oh my and he's god! Yeah, not looking good. It's no. not. There's something going on there too. So like, I don't know. Well, I'm gonna keep an eye on Philly to see what happens. I think putting a little bit of money on on Doc Rivers to be to get fired this season. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a cheat. That's a cheat day prediction. First coach yeah, fired. Yeah, sure. Doc Rivers. Um. So yeah. yeah, we'll see what happens. There's a lot of expectations. There's a lot of pressure on this team. Um. So yeah, it'll be interesting. All right, so those were those were our best things, our steak and eggs best thing. The opposite of that is our cream of wheat worst thing. What's the worst thing you saw this week? John, what's your worst thing? So I went to a Lakers game last week, oh. and I took in basketball the Western Conference way all last week. And the worst thing I've come is a grim realization. If you have a Twitter account that purports to follow basketball and expertise, and, uh, you know, we're already down on um, – you know, just fans anyways, pod- podcasters who are just fans in the first place uh, as a zeitgeist. But if 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 you are a West Coast basketball fan, uh, it's hard for me to, uh, after experiencing the life, take seriously what you are saying because it is impossible to watch the NBA from the West Coast. It can't be done. The, the ga- All the early games start at like 3 o'clock. How do you watch those <laughs> if you have a job? Uh, the only things you get to watch, I now understand why the people are so Lakers obsessed. It's the only option you have, really. You can only watch the late games. Um, if you go to a Lakers game, all the Lakers fans are insane and are convinced <laughs> that the team is really awesome when they and 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 they're not even that they're not as nonplussed or disgusted by Russell Westbrook as I thought they would be. They're, like the notion well, oh, that everybody's seems, booing him seems like the it, online discourse is out of control for Russell. The online, maybe, but at the games, not so. Who has a who has a higher field goal percentage, Russell Westbrook or Patrick Beverly? 
<laughs> Russell say Beverly. Patrick Beverly. No, Russell Westbrook has a higher field goal percentage than wow. that's after an 0 for 11 game. They're both they're both sub 30 percent. Um, wow. Of course, Russell Westbrook. I mean, trying to defend the guy, but that like what, that pull up what? jumper with 30 seconds left was an all time. The West Coast um, basketball experience, like I need my East Coast basketball experience where you can catch up on the games at night and, you know, no, you but start I thought that the dream was the seven. dream Ugh. was the West Coast. All the games are over at nine and you can podcast that night. Yeah, you can no, have that podcast ready for people when they wake up. Psych- that's psychotic behavior. No, you need to be able to you need to be able to, to luxuriously. But I'm with it now with, with the kids with having kids. I like it that the kids go to bed and then I can just do all the basketball stuff. Like if, it, if the games were on from like yeah. four to eight, like I'm just I'm being a horrible parent. Um, like so, I already had a West Coast bias worse. just because I like to watch the later games. But if I, I truly understand the West Coast bias now, like yeah. you don't have an option. Yeah. You don't have you only. I see think the West Coast I think the team. thing you missed with. uh your analysis there is that it's you've included people with jobs on Twitter, which oh yeah oh yeah that seems get to off the internet son of, and get a job. It, it seems to be a reach. <laughs> I say that as a man who hasn't worked in six months. Uh, Chuck, what's your worst thing? Boom. Uh, my worst thing. I'm having a second best because it's week one. No, I'm not doing. No, a I love worst. that. I love that. We're doing a second best. Uh, speaking of LA, Paul George recently said he was going to donate $3 million to better help an online therapy community. I love that. We have this, uh, kind of normalization of mental health in the NBA. It's turning into something that, you know, Kevin Love kind of was one of the first people to talk about depression and the things that happened to NBA players. Um, John Wall, for example, talked about the, you know, the darkness he went through going through that uh, Achilles rehab and, personal problems and being in the hospital with his mother with cancer. There's all this wonderful, open vulnerability that's happening with Kevin NBA Love, players. Pretty good ninth man, by the way. He's a great no, ninth man. Now we're talking. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just, uh, I think it's good that we're talking about our feelings. I'm a big fan of people expressing how they feel to one another in order to manage don't, uh, uh, don't the hard watch Lakers basketball, man. <laughs> They're all in what They're stage like of denial? They're like bubbles, like they don't look at each other. Like all I did That's was a stage like, of grief. All I did was look at Lakers' body language the entire game, just like, oh, my God. I mean, LeBron, there should be a Twitter account. There were so many heartwarming kids, like, cheering for Russell Westbrook, though. I love that part, though. Like, ah. that, that's the age you want your kids <laughs> yeah. to be clueless, right? Yeah. This is the era. You don't want kids actually knowing about basketball and watching this team because they would cry. <laughs> um, my worst thing is I'm I'm worried that the uh the Jacques watch is basically come and gone. It burned bright. Well, um, our pursuit of a player to miss their first 22 field goal attempts of the season, matching Jacques Vaughn's record. We had a beautiful young star breakout. First two games, James Booknight missed all 10 of his field goal attempts. He unfortunately made a field goal attempt in his third game. Now there's nothing. The forecast is for nothing. You know, the, the leader in the Jacques watch right now, it's your boy, Chuck. Haywood oh, no. Highsmith. Uh-huh. But only on three field goal attempts. Oh, for three? That's not a Jacques watch. So my worst thing is we got nothing. Um, Sorry, we got nothing. We, 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 we got nothing. Um, anyways, uh, those were our worst things. Before we get to the awards segment of the program, we have, uh, let's do maybe one listener-submitted question the croissant questioner. Any questions? Um, yes. Are you going to finish that croissant? 
Knock yourself out. Let's go back and do an actual Clint Harding question. Since we alluded to a Clint Harding question. Oh, thank you. Who would you rather have in your starting lineup? Ben Simmons or Dylan Brooks? <laughs> ben Simmons looked cooked. Um, ben Simmons has 17 points and 14 fouls <laughs> on the season. <laughs> um, Dylan Brooks was actively harmful to the Grizzlies, but get this, John. Of the 41 Grizzlies three-man lineup combinations so far this season that played go. at least 15 minutes together, <laughs> Dylan Brooks is a part of six of them. Are the other players? I'm John sorry. Moran, Dylan Dempson Brooks Bain. is a part of the top six of them. The top six all include Dylan Brooks. Yeah, Dylan Brooks in the second half, he just chilled out, was like, yo, I'm going to stop shooting. Great move, man. Great. I, great. Uh, ben Simmons, you got to have a unique, you have to have a unique roster construction. And you would think the Nets actually do have that unique roster construction. We don't need you to shoot. And even still, I thought he looked very cooked. Maybe he'll get a little bit better. Um, if we're ignoring salary and everything. Okay, I mean, well, that was going to be my my cheat day again. Oh, okay. To yeah. use salary. But okay, if we're, I think if we're ignoring salary, it's like a very easy Ben Simmons. Okay. Um, just because there's. You know, he, he, a purported elite defense, and then, you know, when he's terrible on offense, Dylan Brooks is also very capable of being that terrible on offense. So um, if you want to talk about that dog in him, though. Yeah. Oh, you got you have one guy. You major... have one guy who wants to win and the other yeah. guy. I'm not sure. There Dylan was a, there was a there was a Ben Simmons dunk in last night's game that I thought he was going to pass up. He looked he looked around. He looked around for a pass before dunking. I think it's um, fair to ask, like, if Ben Simmons actually likes basketball. Like, it's a fair question. That to say, like, was, I believe, the pre-draft report. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Con it's like he, concerns. He's not that into bat. You know, I don't know. Right. The, um, there was a play in the game last night. This this also could have been my best thing. We're going hard, Grizzlies. It's okay. Um, there was the play where John Morant burned twenty four seconds of the game clock. Like they took the, a foul. The That's Nets. The, the Nets made a shot. This, this was this was a a Obi Wan Kenobi. Mind this was trick. one of the greatest things. So the Nets make a shot with four minutes and twenty five seconds left to cut it to a six point game. And then we start rolling it. Chuck. We roll the ball roll and bounce. And I, I've talked about this a lot. John Morant just burns the clock. It's like, it's it, like a shot clock. Of the clock does not start until you pick the ball up. John Morant picks the ball up with four minutes and one second left in yeah, the game. So three minutes left. In so the 24 game. seconds have gone by. Steve Nash is screaming at Ben Simmons to go, go guard Morant. So he has to pick Do the ball something. up. So then John Morant picks the ball up. Still Ben Simmons is really guarding him. And then this was incredible. This was one of the most clever plays. This was Chris Paul esque. This was maybe Obi-Wan Kenobi Jedi mind trick esque. John Morant's rookie year. And John Morant talked about this in the post game. John Morant's rookie year. He was dribbling near half court. He turned around to look at the bench and Ben Simmons stole the ball from him because he wasn't paying attention. Like I remember Steve Blake doing this in college to the, the Duke's <laughs> Blue Devils. Um, in this game, after he burns the 24 seconds, he picks the ball up and then John Morant fakes well, him. <laughs> he looks at the bench, but he does it as a fake. He looks at the bench for no reason other to try to bait Ben Simmons into running at him. He, took, he looks back at the bench. Ben Simmons doesn't bite. 
John Morant looks back at the bench again. Again, he's not looking for anything. He's trying to trick Ben Simmons, and then Ben Simmons runs at him. John Morant turns around, dribbles, gets contact. Yeah. When the well, whistle blows yeah. that it's Ben Simmons' a sixth foul, there he is points, not. He yeah. points to the bench. And not just that he points. He points for Ben Simmons to leave the court, but there was no hesitation. It wasn't yeah. like whistle, beat, oh, you're gone. It was whistle. And and Ben Sim- and, and John Morant was like the referee calling the foul, raising yeah. his arm. It was simultaneously whistle and Morant pointing off the court, Tremendous. like I just fouled you out. I just faked you into fouling me. I, why do I keep underestimating John Morant, <laughs> <laughs> the best player in the NBA? Um, I the answer know. to Clint's Gordian knot nightmare Solomon's choice question. Um, I at least as much as I'm um, talk endless uh crap about dylan brooks i would love for dylan brooks to be like the sixth man or the seventh man on the grizzlies uh which i guess is avoiding the question uh it would be (laughs) i I feel like it'd be disconcerting and disheartening to have ben simmons on my team it is it is a player who shoots too much but has that dog in him against a player who you can't get to shoot who is more physically gifted I guess I'll I'll do, I'll I'll answer I'll, I'll, let's answer this. I guess I'll take Ben Simmons because I do think you could have. I even think Ben Simmons would be kind of awesome on the Grizzlies. Like it would be amazing just, on the Grizzlies if you, if you just had like an elite defender. Like he would fit in perfectly. Wouldn't have to do anything else. And I wouldn't. I would never. Here's the thing. I would never ever have to worry about him uh, wanting to take eleven yep. shots in a quarter when he's on the court with John Morant and Desmond yep. Bay. Um, yeah. So yeah. I guess there you yeah, right. for me. Well, that's a good question, Clint. Uh, if you Fatal guys, question. If you guys out there want your question to be answered on air or as part of our monthly Zoom hangout, you have to become a Patreon supporter. Do that at patreon.com slash breakfast. If you do that, you can also join the Pickle Pick'em. You can join uh, our Slack channel where we talk about basketball around the clock. Do all of that. Support the show, patreon.com slash breakfast. It is now time for the awards segment of the program, the International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award. It's given each week to the worst performance in a box score. We have a lot of honorable mentions. Norm Powell, 1 for 10. Dylan Brooks, 2 for 13. Desmond Bain, 3 for 16. James Harden, 4 for 18. Desmond Bain again, 6 for 22. And Terry Rozier and Trey Young, 7 for 24. Our three nominees as they occurred chronologically throughout the week. R.J. Barrett. In a loss to the Grizzlies, was 3 for 18, 11 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 turnovers, 2 personal fouls. I've heard he looks fat. Can that be true? Can an NBA player who's not James Harden look fat? Uh, that is not my Walked. impression. Um, okay. uh, Drew Holiday, in a win over the lowly Sixers, Drew Holiday was 2 for 15, had 6 points, 8 assists, 4 rebounds, 2 steals, 1 turnover, 1 personal foul. Tried to trade for him after that game. Didn't work. And then Russell Westbrook. Oh, in my. a game we've already alluded to, uh, in a loss to the Clippers, he was 0 for 11. Two points, three rebounds, four assists, five steals. That's kind of fun. One turnover and three personal fouls. So, R.J. Barrett, three for 18, 11 points, eight boards. Drew Holiday, two for 15, six points, eight assists, two steals. And then Russell Westbrook, 0 for 11, two points, but four assists and five steals. This is one I wish I, we'd done the blind... Uh, the the blind vote, the the no names mm-hmm. involved. There's so much baggage with Russell Westbrook's name right now. I mean, 0 for 11 pops. Really does. 
But if you told me if it was like, I don't know, if you told me Kyle Lowry was 0 for 11 with four assists and five steals, and then, I don't know, here's another. And then R.J. Barrett was like 2 for 15 with eight points. I might be like, eh, well, give me give me R.J. Barrett. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know the right answer. Um, I do think it's between Drew and, and Westbrook. I think it's Drew. Two for 15? I swear I think there's you. a lot of dogpiling on Russell Westbrook that feels mean. There and is. Like, I'm, not big, the, like, I'm not a big But then when he does this, when, he's 0 for, when, he, when he does the 0 for 11, then he follows it up with basically blowing that Blazers game? I guess the two for one nonsense. The two when for you're one up. nonsense. That Kurt Goldsberry guy was like, "This is now." Here's a stat. It was like, in all one possession games in the past four years with the team ahead, no one has ever shot a 16 footer with 20 seconds left on the shot clock. It was like that. It was the first time in four years, apparently, with that very specific scenario. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I'm he's gonna an make, innovator. I'm gonna make Chuck choose. I am gonna go Westbrook. The 0 for 11 speaks to me. Um. Yeah, and it's hard to figure out what the bias, like my bias is here. I yeah. guess I don't want to go. I'm going to go Drew. I don't want to go Westbrook. Yeah. I just feel like he's going through enough. He doesn't need us. Empath right. strikes again. Yeah. <laughs> For the sake of better help, who's not one of our sponsors, but apparently not yet. got us to mention them by uh, <laughs> the generosity of NBA players. Um, congratulations. Apparently true holiday on winning this week's international stack house of pancakes award. I mean, a two for 15 is nothing to sneeze at. No, uh, it's a good, it's, bad, line. It's a good, really good, bad line. Um, parfait away, gentlemen. What things are we looking forward to in the coming week? Chuck, what, what are you looking forward to? I need to see what my team looks like on the road, and we're going to get a chance. Miami plays in Portland in the next day or two. And oh, they, finals preview. Finals preview. They're going on a West Coast road trip, one in three after four home games in a row. Um, there seems you to be a lot of – You guys had the South Beach flu. That's what it – yeah. I, I just don't know what's going on. This is a team that I thought would have the cohesion and the – you know, consistency in the roster to get out ahead, but they ran into a buzzsaw and DeMarta Rosen and Jason Tatum and all the guys. So we'll see. I, I'm looking forward to watching them play late at night because that's... Oh, uh, there you go. That's how the that's, time, that's how time zones work. That's how time zones work. Uh, John, what are you looking forward to? I'm going to be in Vegas this weekend. I've, oh! selected, I've selected a game to watch in the sports book. You might be surprised by the selection. It's Bulls at Spurs. I feel like I can learn something from this game. Also, feel like there's weird players to bet the player props on. Uh, I like doing weird players to bet the player props on. I think there's uh, some strange. Uh, I think there's we can we can you know. I can't believe I forgot to mention the Spurs in our uh, cheat day predictions because I think they've been a lot of fun. Um, that's my, that's my, uh, that's who I'm switching my coach of the year uh, vote to is Greg Popovich. <laughs> John, we should, we should talk off air about player props. I am 15 and three on player props this season. No, no, so, joke. Uh, only betting the smallest amounts. Okay. I could, I could buy a candy bar with all my wins. I, and I assume it's mostly Grizzlies. It is mostly um, Grizzlies, uh, but I have branched if, out. I've hit, I've hit like, I think I'm three and oh on non Grizzlies. If, if you are a diehard fan of a team, this is the way you should bet sports is oh, yeah. player props of your team. I've bet mostly Grizzlies player props in NBA forever. And if you can find them, it gets harder and harder to find them as they go on, as they realize, okay, we cannot put uh, Dylan Brooks props up anymore. Stuff like that. You know what one of my three you know, losses was? 
Oh, go on. Dylan Brooks over two rebounds. <laughs> that was a loser. He got zero. <laughs> That's from last night. Yeah, it was last night. He got zero. He got zero rebounds. Oh. I can't believe we didn't talk more about Dylan Brooks' eye shop score. <laughs> I had Dylan Brooks at eye shop. He put up one of the uh, almost a record breaking number. But here's the thing: last week my eye shop team was hurt, and I needed desperation, and I needed shot volume, and I needed the volatility of a good player, and I went with Desmond Bain. So yeah. I actually started Desmond Bain in iShop. Yeah. They, they negated each other. Yeah. Bain gave me negative 68 and Brooks gave me positive 70. So oh, I, I was wow. total wash. Um, Incredible. My par fadeaway, similar to the Spurs, John, I'm interested if this return of the NBA middle class is real. Yeah. We have the Spurs playing well. Devin, Devin Vassell looking good. Uh, Josh Richardson's playing great. Um, Jakob Pertl outplaying Rudy Gobert. Like, the Spurs look good. The Hornets look good. Uh, the Wizards, totally respectable. We have these teams that do not have super high expectations. And also the Jazz, of course. The Jazz started 3-0. and MVP candidate Lori Markkinen. Lowry Markkinen killing folks. So <laughs> Dunking we, on people. We have these teams. Dunking on Rudy. Let's say Jazz, Hornets, Spurs, Wizards. They're respectable. They're respectable so far, and we know how the NBA season goes. You have aberrations early in the, in, in the year. You have the yeah. week two, week three regressions to the mean where you're like, oh, you know what? This team is, in fact, horrible. Um, and I'm curious to see what how much regression do we see. Like, it feels like the Spurs are playing well. It feels like the Jazz are playing well. They have they have relatively deep rosters of competent rotation players. Be like, be like, here, take Jakob Pertle trade for him well so this has been the thing i've said for a <laughs> while when they say the cost of yaka Pertle is two firsts mm-hmm. ain't nobody in the league paying two firsts for yaka Pertle. no so this is the what, the what if you go uh 15 and 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 six then maybe somebody's taking yaka maybe so this is where again not to not to be anti-tank again this is where the idiotic incentivizing losing comes into effect where it's like why do mid-level teams have to be put in this situation where they're like, we need to get rid of our good players. It's, I have it's, a Hornets fan friend who is so upset. Yeah. With the Hornets. Yeah. Because of Victor Wimbanyana. Dennis Smith Jr. stopped playing so well. Nick Richards stopped grabbing all the rebounds. Yeah. Um, Gordon Hayward, get a better haircut. Man. Gummo. Gummo Hayward. Gummo Hayward. <laughs> it looks worse in person. Not in person, on TV. <laughs> Singing it. Like that one still photo, you're like, that's a horrible looking Ooh. haircut. It, but it's but, one of those haircuts where you're like, am I allowed to make fun of this? Yes. Also, Could did he be... dye his eyebrows? It feels like that haircut made his he's, eyebrows he, disappear. He, he's like D Antward. <laughs> I know, man. Like both both members of D Antward together. Yeah. Um, also, my final thing is gonna be uh did Father Time truly come for Chris Paul? Someone someone, someone pointed this out in our Slack. Uh, Chris, Chris, Chris Paul turned 37 on May 6th. Since then, uh, he's averaging 8.8 points per game. They went 1-4 in the playoffs, and they're 2-1 they're this season, but he scored single digits in four out of those eight games, only averaging 8.8 game, points per game. Did he turn it into a pumpkin when he turned 37? That um, elbow, that elbow <laughs> shot still drops every time, though. Yep. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, that is our show for today. Don't miss the Millennium Tour coming to Memphis and the FedEx Forum on Saturday, November fifth. This year's lineup features Bow Wow, Mario, Carrie Hilson, and more. 
Dang! Tickets for the Millennium Tour turned up are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com or at the FedEx Forum box office. If you want to support our show, do that at Patreon.com slash Breakfast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, follow me on Twitter at FastBreakBreak. Chuck the Mighty Chuck, John Master John Burr. You guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah, never apologize for being G&G. Fab break, break, man. You understand?